Recorded live. We're back. Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to podcast number 56 for Brothers Comics. It has been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. On the line tonight, we have the founders back in the house. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about why we've been away here in a second. But on the line tonight, it's Female Perspective. Female Perspective, say what's happening. Hola, what's up? Everybody's missed you. And then also on the line, we've been trying to get him on numerous podcasts. Cannot connect with him. It's Big Hotch. I've been on tour with New Edition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is true. I think that actually is one of the last times we did a podcast was after the New Edition movie had come out. I know Big <laughs> Hutch hadn't seen it. Did you go? Did you finally see a female perspective? No, I have not uh, watched okay. it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, don't believe all of the hype. It's, it's, it was I. If there's a definition of a height in the dictionary, that movie would be filed underneath it. Uh, it was a good piece of nostalgia, though. Um, but other than that, I know there's been some other things that kept us away. Female perspective, you've been sick, right? Yes, I was <clears throat> sick there for a minute. And I'm still kind of have a small remnants of um, of a cold, and so well, not a cold, but a cough rather. But yeah, but for <laughs> a week or so, I was. Yeah, not feeling well at all. I propose that uh, the both of you had a a falcon hangover, a falcon illness, because <laughs> the last time we had talked was before the Super Bowl, uh, and then we talked during the Super Bowl, at least via text, and, I mean, all of us were sitting there literally like, I can't believe this shit is happening, and then we also were like, I can't believe this shit is happening. Uh, really within the span of a few minutes and moments, and uh, it's just awful. How, how how have you recovered from this, uh, Big Hutch, even though you're not really a Falcons fan? I'm not really a Falcons fan. However, since I'm uh, here, I, had, I, I did not listen to sports talk for almost a week. That was uh, some of the uh, healing. And, I mean, I can barely, I mean, I can barely play Madden. Um, one, one of my, uh, or we have a location in the in that area of the uh, United States, and they would call down to our location here in Atlanta, and they let us have it. They yeah. talk, oh shit, mm. and mm. and could cut them out on the phone because it's all being recorded. Right. <laughs> How has the city recovered, if it has female perspective? You spent a lot of foot time literally in the city. How how has it recovered, or if it has? Um, I don't think it has. I think everybody was still in shock. Or I know. I mean, I'm, I don't think they're in shock now. But for a while there, they were they were in shock. Um, the Falcons to me are persona non grata. Um, I'm yeah. done. I mean, after that, they will never be able to live that down, never. And it'll probably be a good 15 to 20 years before they'll even remotely get close to the Super Bowl again. So they're a sorry team. They have a sorry quarterback. 
and they will not be a winning team until they get rid of that starting quarterback. And it's just that simple. That's a lot of tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of tea. Um, I, I am also not a Falcon fan. I was probably as hyped as I could be, and only for the reason that I was like, you know, if the Falcons win, they not going to, or a good portion of that team ain't going to the White House, you know, to piss off Dolt 45. And um, I was thinking that would be awesome because, you know, when the Patriots won, they was all, at least all the white ones were going to show up crew thick. That's, so I was, that's another thing. They couldn't have possibly lost to uh, one of, to, I mean, to the person that you absolutely did not want to see win, especially me. I mean, because right. his head is like ginormous. <laughs> his head is the size of this fucking planet at this point. Yeah. It, it, it was awful. And uh, I just, I listened to Sports Talk, you know, on an app driving to work that day. And I, I really thought, I mean, people was calling in, you know, I think hadn't slept and, I mean, they they was probably a couple of steps from suicide hotlines. I ain't, and that ain't trying to be funny. <laughs> Wow. That's not trying to be funny. I mean, there was people like wow. you, like, I'm done with this team, you know, whatever. But, Hutch, I said, and I think I said it to you, too, the, the Falcons losing that Super Bowl, being up 25 points with eight minutes to go in the third quarter, uh, was the most Atlanta way to lose something of all times. Would you agree? <laughs> Would you agree? Right. Yep. Only, only, only. I equate it to, you know, I equate it to 10 cups. The movie, mm-hmm. and yeah. just like you can't just you know mess up the shot, you gotta keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. I mean, until I mean, you finally get it done. But that was fiction. This shit was real, and then yeah. I mean, it was awful. It's yeah. still awful. I yeah, I, it, it's still awful as I you know replayed that whole game and the whole situation in my mind. Yeah, it's still awful. Right. Yeah, and I'm not trying to bring it up out of pain other than the fact that we hadn't really talked about it since it happened. And, I mean, I, I again, I was in shock, too. I mean, it was probably 12, 31 o'clock before I was even thinking about putting head to pillow, and I was still like, I can't believe they lost that game. Now, Hutch, what happens if that had been the Bengals, okay, if somebody <laughs> that you done bled, sweat, and tears with, um, like, like, and they lose it like that? Where are you? Where would you be emotionally? If that was the Bengals, if we were up 25 points in the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter, and we lose that game somehow to some way, I mean, it's over for me, Jackson. I mean, I I don't know what to – I mean, I would just be so – I'd be so fucking crazy. I'd still be fucking crazy. I I might quit watching football. Yeah. Hmm. I, I I equated it to if this had been my team that did something like that, um, somebody got to die. I don't know who. <laughs> Damn. I don't know who, but somebody going down for that shit. Um, I don't know who, but um, there will be a suspect on the loose somewhere in the metro Cincinnati area at some point in time. And I ain't saying it would be me, but I ain't saying it wouldn't be. So, um yeah, it, it's just awful. So, yeah, I, I, actually bringing it up is bringing up some bad feelings. So we try to keep it light. What are y'all drinking before we go through some of the other uh, other uh, topics here before we get all the way into the podcast? Uh, 
I am drinking a apple teeny. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> and I'm drinking a whiskey sour with uh, some cherry and some water. Nice. I, had to say, I had a hard night last night. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I understand. Uh, I'm drinking a red stripe, a Jamaican lager. Uh, it's the last of its kind for the day, and I'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> uh, the other uh, topic I had in the introduction to podcast notes, uh, uh, me watching Game of Thrones. Uh, now, I am late to the party, obviously, way late to the party. Uh, y'all been on it since the beginning. Uh, I sent y'all some of my first – In the, I just finished the first season, and I sent y'all some of my notes there, and also – from listening to y'all's recaps, the podcast recaps, and it is a cultural phenomenon, I know a lot of stuff that has happened. I just don't know when and how it happened. And part two of that was, you know, Brother Beavis needs a, uh, an award for being able to keep all these families straight because, to me, all them niggas look and sound alike, all of them. So it's hard for me to even keep them anywhere close to being straight. So, but, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm seasoned. I'm, I think I'm on, I'm like, I think I'm on episode three, maybe of season two. Um, so I, I, I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I have to watch it with closed captions on because I can't understand those British people. Not my favorite thing, listening to British accents. So, uh, so yeah. let me Thank let you. me ask you this: what what made you decide to um, to all of a sudden start watching it? Man, nigga, I don't know. Honestly, yeah, there was nothing that like kind of was like, hey, you know, uh, why are you watching this now? Other than well, can't watch this, can't watch that, can't sleep. Might as well mm-hmm. try something, you know, to try mm-hmm. to bridge that gap. You know, everybody's asleep, so I can watch something that has, you know, titties and dragons in it. So <laughs> like, let's watch this. And okay. that's, pre- that's pretty much where it started. It wasn't, you know, I mean, I had a cursory interest in it, but like I said, when I told y'all I started, I was like, I don't like, I don't really go for violence all that much. I don't go for medieval stuff. I don't like British accents bother me. I mean, that's it. Like, there was three things right there pretty much eliminate you from watching the show. But, you know, it is a good dramatic show. The acting is great. And, again, there's titties and dragons in it. So, you know, stay for the, come for the drama, stay for the titties and dragons. That's it. <laughs> so um, that's pretty much where I am with it. So I, I am enjoying it right that's now. One way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I am enjoying it. I know, like I said, when it, when I put that out to y'all, pretty much most of y'all's responses was like, "What? You, really? You?" Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, uh, but yeah, I have to watch it at night, and you know, it's on and on the computer at that, and so I'm screening it internationally. So, good stuff. All right, before we get to the box office report, let's get to the RIPs. Um, and like I said, we haven't podcast in about a month or so, so there's been a lot of People that have passed away, I, I sent y'all a list, um, and we can kind of just go of them, like, on the list that is there. Um, Al Jarreau passed away. I want to say that was last week or maybe the week before. Uh, that was a big one. That was a big one. Hutch, I know you were a, a bigger Al Jarreau fan than me, right? That is correct. I mean, I I, I did have one of his albums, but Al Jarreau has been one of those voices that, I mean, grew up with. He, I mean, he's just... He's just—he's a layer of your life, and I mean, if you're at my age, I believe, I mean, he's just one of those smooth, cool brothers that you know. Just he made you all his songs made you feel good, or you felt when you heard his voice, you you, you felt something, and 
just made your day a little bit better. Right. Female perspective, big Al Jarreau fan. I know you like the, yeah, the smooth um, lyrics. Yeah, and um, also he was one of my mother's favorite artists as well. So right. he he has a special spot in my heart for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and also, I agree with, with what um, <clears throat> what Big Hutch said about you know his sound and him being you know smooth and you know he just um. Just something that he admitted that was just, you know, just cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also sang the Moonlight theme song for Google it for uh, not the movie, not the movie. Cheerios. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, he passed away. That was one. I think the dude from that started the Ohio Players was Junie. Uh, I can't remember his last name. He he died a few weeks ago as well. Uh, one of the founders of the Ohio Players. Um, yeah. And I, I put in there Apollo. That now that was the dude that played Apollo in Battlestar Galactica. What was his name? Richard Hatch, right? Yeah, Richard Hatch. He died? Yeah, yeah. yeah a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, bro. That's fuck, no. Yeah. Yeah, man. He died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm yeah. Yeah. That one hurt. Yeah, he does. It's been probably two or three weeks ago now, huh? Right. Uh, yeah, he, it's been yep. a minute. Yeah, he uh, passed. Yeah, he passed look, away. Look, when I, 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 when I was another thing I did when after the Falcon flop in Houston. I also tried to avoid the internet for a while there too, because you couldn't yeah. couldn't watch anything or see anything. Oh, that, mm-hmm. that 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 whole week after was just like yeah. it was so painful. Right, yeah. I passed off ESPN for a while. It was so painful because yeah. every time you turn around, they had that you know. Ugh. And then you, you call it. Honestly, he's the one that probably kept the, the the flying the flag of um of Battlestar Galactica for it to even get the the Capricas and the the re the restart of the show on the and Sci-Fi he, uh, and all that. Yeah, yeah I mean, he was Vinny really has no love for the for the uh, nope. Battlestar Galactica. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's he alive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but he's not really yeah. acting or anything. Is he? Oh, he don't care nothing for it. I think yeah, he's he, like I think he's he like Harrison Ford. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. He's a player of Oh, he's a dad. He's real. Yeah. If them checks is there. Yeah, uh, and then and speaking of wrestling, as you give a great segue there, a couple of old school wrestlers, uh, Ivan Koloff, the Russian bear, who was actually Canadian, passed away, and uh, George the Animal Steel also Steel. passed away. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Ch- Turnbuckle himself, eat the turnbuckles. Uh, they both pass away. Um, and then this last week, this, these two, and we'll go one that's kind of important only for my family purposes and then one that was really important for my youth. Uh, the original People's Court judge, Judge Wapner, passed away. Uh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. And I say that because our grandmother loved her some damn Judge Wapner. Yeah. 
uh, in people's <laughs> court. Lord have mercy. Uh, she was really a big fan of his and that show. So I saw many episodes of the people's court back in the day. Uh, but then the other one that passed away, which, again, this is going to come up with Hutch, is that um, Bill Paxton passed away. Like on the day of the Oscars, uh, yep. he passed away, actor, probably most famous, probably I would say for Big Love. Or, yeah, is that that show on HBO with his, the yeah. multiple wives? Yeah. He's probably most famous for that. Been in so many, we were discussing this earlier today. He's been in so many movies and mm-hmm. TV shows and so forth. And I was telling Big Hutch that I had just seen an interview with him because he has that new show out, uh, Training Day. Mm-hmm. And um, he was discussing that, and, you know, he was talking about the longevity of his career and why he has had such longevity. And he said that someone early in his career gave him a, a great piece of advice that he followed, and that's why he was able to, you know, have the career he's had. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, that, that would hurt. Yeah, he's a quality actor. I know Hutch and I, and, you know, we talked about this with Brother Beavis on the other podcast on the Thursday Comic Book Corner. He was also Chet in Weird Science, you know, the obnoxious big brother. You know, uh, Brother Beavis and I, you know, pretty much put that mantle on Big Hutch growing up. <laughs> <laughs> the Chet of our lives. And, uh, you know. Yep, so it was we just. Prior to the show, uh, yeah. <laughs> I knew that would come up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was no doubt it wasn't. And, um, you know, that, I mean, that, you know, Weird Science is such a, you know, funny movie or whatever for me in my teenage years. You know, and then later after that, I think he wound up in, you know, he was in that second Aliens movie or third Aliens right. movie, that, you know. That's what I keep remembering from, and I, I told Big Hutch, I'm going to have to go back and look at that movie because. He was hilarious in that. Yeah. I uh, thought, mm-hmm. you know, versus one of his favorite lines was, Game over, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he was hilarious in Alien. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just not just in what he said, but his delivery was just on yeah. point. Yeah, um, he was. And he was in the, the second Predator movie, too, the one with Danny Glover. He played like yeah. the straight, yeah, yeah that. I mean, he's in a lot of stuff, man. We were just yeah, watching. I was just watching. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I was just watching him in. Go, did I'm did the day watch, after. Did Sorry, you go ahead. Uh, did you ever see frailty? No. Or a simple plan? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's in a simple plan. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's in Titanic. Frailty's a good movie too. Yeah, they're going to call him a character actor, but it, it seems like he was a little bit... If there's something in between character actor and lead actor, he was that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but I don't you know, know what? It's funny. That's not fair. Because we were discussing that, because we were like, he was in so much stuff, and he was good in everything he did, but he was just always kind of on the cusp. He mm-hmm. wasn't like the main, main dude in, in most of it. Sometimes he was. But, I mean, yeah, he was kind of, you know, on that board. Yeah. And, and, that, and that was also something he mentioned about his career and, and why he chose and did some of the things he did. Uh, that that was one of the reasons. But, right. uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a tough one, for sure. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, yeah, rest in peace to all those folks. I don't think anybody else passed away today. I haven't looked at the Internet too much, but. Uh, yeah, so those, a lot of RIPs over the last month or so. Um, death is not on the, the 
the hot streak that it was on at the start of 2016. The sanity of our current president, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again. Remember, we we killed liberty on November the 8th, and it's still dying <laughs> slowly but surely here. Um, but we'll get to that, I'm sure, when we get to the STFUs. Um, all right, so, yeah, so we'll transition to the box office report. Uh, wait, here, here's my founder. All right, so the box office report, uh, again, sponsored by no one. If you want to hook us up on that, you know, get at me at brotherscomics at gmail.com. Um, so uh, we have a few new movie releases this weekend. Uh, do you have it in front of you from your perspective? I do, I do. Okay, so um, let's count them up from five to one. And I had a couple of stop signs in there as well. So what was number five? First of all, I have to give a shout-out to my boy's movie, John Wick, which did very yeah. well both critically and financially. John Wick 2, I'm sorry, thank you. Yeah. John Wick 2, which did very well uh, financially and critically, and that's currently at number six. Right. So, yes, big up. And uh, <laughs> number five, and also we, of course, saw that, and it was, it was very entertaining. Okay. Um, and he's, now, now, you know I have I, to – wait, hold on. Hold that thought. That, yes. that for him to be 52 years old, I mean – he was majorly kicking ass, majorly kicking ass. He's and on the cover of. That he's fifty-two years old. I'm sorry. Well, he's on the cover of my uh, muscle and fitness or whatever magazine this month. So you know they had like his workout uh, regimen or whatever to get in shape for this movie. Now, now you are not you're not exactly an unbiased reporter on uh, that particular I'm actor's not. movies. So, uh, Hutch, how was John Wick too? <laughs> John Wick Two. I mean, it's a good, it's a good action movie. It's what they call it, gun food. Gun food, yeah. Car food, car yeah. Fighting, killing, stabbing, (laughs) French wash repeat. To do some little, some funny lines here and there. But it was the cinematography was very well, you know, shot. I mean, it it looked great, and and. And the choreography of the the action scenes and stuff were very well done, very very well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the movie the movie is fine. You always go see it, and yeah, yeah, pretty good. I like it. All right. Yeah. Well, that's outside the top five. That's outside the top five only because it came out about a month ago or three or two or three weeks ago. So that's six. Right. Well, five. Number that's five was what? Number three. But okay, uh, number five is before I fall. I'm not sure what that one is about. I have no idea what that is either. I tried to look it up before and I couldn't see anything, so it's obviously not geared towards us. What's number four? <laughs> <laughs> number four is the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, and I threw uh, up a stop sign there. Four million. Okay, I threw up a stop sign there. I did see that uh, on an international screening. So, which was hard to kind of render some of the, you know, it's Lego stuff and it's a cartoon, so it's kind of hard to render some of the special effects or whatever. Um, but as a movie overall, it's pretty good. It's got a lot of laughs. I mean, if you like Batman and if you like the Lego movie, it's putting the two of them together for a fair, you know, a fairly solid movie. Do either of y'all see that? No, I have not seen that. No. No. Did y'all see the Lego movie? No, no, I have not seen Never. the Lego movie. Never? Okay, yeah. 
Okay. I like yeah, it. I mean, yeah, I mean, you find oh, that wait, entertaining. You know, I, I take that back. I did see the first one. I did see the first okay. Lego. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's entertaining um, for what it is. So, But, yeah, I know that movie's made a bunch of mo- money, and quite honestly, uh, it makes a lot of – it makes a few jokes uh, at Batman versus Superman because everybody needs to make fun of it. And, um, yeah, so it, it's entertaining. Uh, I liked it. All right, number three. Number three is The Shack. That, that opened at $5.4 million. Uh, I don't know what that is that's either. The one with Octavia Spencer. I oh, think is it? I'm not sure what it's about though, but okay. Yeah, I think that yeah, that has Octavia Spencer in it. Um, I'm not sure what the backstory of it is though. So. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anything about that one either. Uh, number two. Uh, number two. Now this is one that I said I was going to see, and I will see it. Get out. Um, mm-hmm. that one. Uh. Has made eight million um, as of yeah. Friday, and so far it's made fifty-seven million. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge box it's office success. Well. It had a hundred on Rotten Tomatoes um, originally. Right. I think only like one person has wound up, you know, kind of laying it out. Um, y'all know I'll never see that, um, but. <laughs> Um, but it's by uh, George, is it Jordan Peele? Um, Jordan Peele, yes, Key from Key and Peele. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wrote it, yeah. yeah. Yes, and um, yeah, so I mean, it's a scary movie, but it's also, I think, like a psychological thriller as well, you know, with jokes and whatnot. I've read all the uh, the spoilers or whatever about it, uh, so I won't spoil it since y'all haven't seen it. But yeah, it's um, it's supposed to be really good. People that have seen it are like, you know, giving it praises and accolades and whatnot. Uh, like I said, I'll never see that, though. Um, no chance <laughs> in hell. Uh, shout out to uh, listener, follower, I think his name is uh, Terry Drake. He sent me this uh, great podcast on NPR called Code Switch, uh, where they was kind of giving this history of blacks in uh, horror movies, and it was really good. So uh, I listened to that instead, where it talked about you know, the history of black characters in horror movies and the psychological aspects about it. And uh, the lady that was on there, she really broke it down. I was like, wow, I never thought about that. So I'll, I'll share that link um, at some point in time. All right, so that was number two for Get Out. And number one is? Logan at $33 million. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, yeah. that is the last Hugh Jackman Wolverine movie. Uh, made a bunch of money. Uh, I'm sure y'all haven't seen it yet. I have not as well. Uh, Brothers Comics contributor Sandman is currently seeing it. That's why he's not on this podcast tonight. Um, the discussion on the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat is, what are your expectations for this movie? Like, you know, um, it has like a really good grade on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Right. Um, but what are your expectations going in? It's funny that you you should ask that because we were discussing that, I think, the other day. Um, They have hyped this movie up so much. And, I mean, considering the two previous installments for Mm. for, uh, Wolverine, Mm. um, I'm sure this one is better than the other two. However... The bar (laughs) is low. Yeah. um, But... As far as this just being one of those movies that you just like, wow, that was just awesome. I can't see it being that, you know, 
that type of movie. I'm sorry, I can't. I don't right. think this character is, is that compelling in that type of way to make me just be awe-inspired. Right. He is not in it. No, he's not in it. Um, I mean, but, but it gives a Deadpool kind of, kind of movie to this one. Well, the, yeah. The Deadpool um, jokes and the dead, I mean, that kind of, that feeling of movie. I don't think so. Um, I mean, the, everything that I've read is that it's like a, a somebody had the, the nerve and the audacity to be like, oh, it's like the Winter Soldier for Logan. And I was like, hold up, pump your all of your brakes. Emergency, <laughs> full stop, like stop. Um, I, I, you know, I think they I, what they've done is that they've made a movie that's uh, outside of continuity so they don't have to try to fit it into everything else, which I think is probably good for them to make that movie. Right. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully it's really good. I mean, there's people on Twitter or whatever that I listen and follow to follow. Sure and they're like, it's really good movie. But I mean, I don't, I, I just feel that they built the expectations up for it so much. In other words, I don't think it's in the same ballpark as the dark Knight. I don't. Right. No, I, it probably is. Trying to compare it to, and I, I don't perceive this being, the Dark Knight. Because in my it, opinion, Dark Knight, the one thing about the Dark Knight that was so great was that that movie could stand on its own merit without it being a comic book movie. It was just correct. a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. So, and I I just don't see Logan being in that category. Hutch, do you think there's a little bit of, we call it the, the Attack of the Clones effect? or the Batman Begins effect is that the movie's coming after a couple of shitty movies, and now anything that you put out there that right. might be and, and that's not shitty. Yeah. That might be the whatever. Yeah, yeah I think Or, you know, your right, is so low that anything above crap is already. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, you look at it later on, and like, man, that was actually bad, like Batman Begins is. Uh, and Attack of the Clones is like these are bad movies, but they were they came after movies that were much worse than them, and so it makes it seem like it was actually good when it really is just better than crap. So um, yeah, it's uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of that. I'm hoping to screen it internationally. We might pull Sand, the Sandman in. Um, we can definitely get it in for the Thursday night comic book chat. I think Brother Beavis had seen it by then. Um, I was thinking about going today, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to part with them ends to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to count him in my pocket, and I was like, I don't know. Isn't there an interview with Patrick Stewart saying that he wants to be in a movie with Deadpool? Yeah, oh, and this is another thing. I'm glad you mentioned that, big question. I'm going to have to you know, make my comment on that. Yeah, I've noticed that now the, I guess the big thing for them to do is, is say, well, I would do the character again if I could be in the next Deadpool or I would mm-hmm. be character if I could be part of the Marvel Universe. Or, right. Uh, dude, they offer you enough money. Your ass would do that character again, especially if yeah. your career is in a slump and you right. need another character. <laughs> yeah. So don't try to act like you're above this character because right. you're not. Right. And, you start, or, uh, and I've noticed they've been doing it. Jennifer Lawrence did the same thing. I'll do the character if I could be part of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, and if they pay you no blue, your career in the club, you'll do it regardless, period. You done finally came to the dark side. 
<laughs> nah, girls, um, I've been saying that Don't for a while. Don't act like you above playing a character when basically that's what puts you on the map. Right. My thought was, I, I saw that he was like, yeah, it's my last thing or whatever. And I, my, I think my original post was like, dude, them checks start getting short. Because um, once them checks start getting short, be like, yeah, I'll put that uniform or I'll get back on my HGH yeah. regimen. Like, I'm doing all of that, you know, to get them in. So, um, like, I don't, I mean, whatever, Hugh Jackman, you'll be back. He'll be back. Man, he's 50 <laughs> years old. He ain't that old. But I mean, he is getting up there to be playing this dude, but he ain't that old. So they'll figure it out. If freaking Stallone can play Rocky at seventy, right? He can play, exactly. Uh, uh, Let's call it fifty-five. Y'all several times and guess what? His ass came back and played that fucking character again. Because them checks. And the <laughs> yeah, because of them checks. So yeah, I I feel you on that one. All right. Um. So yeah, I will. We'll try to get a review up for that. I know. Um. The hype has been out of control for it, and I think people are, you know, oh, it might be an Oscar contender. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> okay? Then shut up. It ain't no Oscar contender. It's going to be barely, I mean, people are always like the best comic book movie. I'm like, shut yeah. up. It hasn't been out it long might, enough. That, you know, right if, uh, if old boys read it, then they might win. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which old boy? Uh, Mr. Warren Bates. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we're going to get to that. <laughs> uh, we'll discuss that. Uh, yeah, it's all, yeah, it's in blurred notes. That's a whole it's a, different thing. All yeah. right, you know what? <laughs> they, you just segued straight into it. All right, so hold on. <laughs> give me the time. Give me the time to hit the sounder. All right, give me a, a few. Hold on, here it comes. Yeah, Hutch leads us straight into blurred notes with that freaking uh, segue there. I'd almost think you had the notes in front of you, Hutch. Uh, blurred notes is our six-pack of questions uh, where we take on some topics from the week or so since we've been away for a little bit. And usually we let you guys pick numbers, And but since Hutch brought it up already uh, about the Oscar fiasco, uh, let's go straight into that because that was blurred note number one. Uh, so the Oscars this past Sunday – Probably for the first time in, I would say, seven or so years, I didn't watch a stitch. Not one minute. And y'all know I love me some red carpet. I didn't even watch red carpet. Um, so I, everything I saw would have been online or, you know, after the fact. And so the mix-up with the movies or whatever, I'm reading about, like, the next morning, you know, literally as I'm sitting at the table eating my eggs. And I'm like, what? Uh, so... Moonlight wins Best Picture, but not after they announced that La La Land actually was the best picture. And they have this whole mix-up on the stage where they got to move some people out and you know, oh, bring the Moonlight yeah, people yeah, on. Yeah, like, I mean, it was just awful. And you know, that only would happen to a black film or whatever. But, um, yeah, so Moonlight wins Best Picture. And then did y'all watch You, I don't think y'all watched it because I think I was trying no, to get y'all to see what. Um, towards the end, I, I always like to watch some of the major wars, like, you know, Best Actor, Best Actress, and, of course, mm. Best Picture, which is the last award of the evening. So mm. that's, the, that's the big mamma jamma. And for you to fuck that one up is right. pretty hardcore. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, 
Yeah, and I, I I had actually turned to it and saw that, you know, they called La La Land, and then I was like, eh, and then I turned to something else. And then I've got a, a CNN news alert saying that uh, Moonlight really won and not La La Land. I was like, what the? And, so, <laughs> yeah, and then I started reading about all the commotion and everything else that happened, and then, of course, I went online and watched videos of it, and I'm like, are you kidding me? And right. um, Waterhouse Cooper, whose main job was to make yeah. sure that everybody got job. the correct envelope mm-hmm. and said the correct winner fucked up their main job. Yeah, their only job. Their only job. And then, you know, every year they go through the spiel of how every envelope is under lock and key and, and, you know, it's under security and just to make sure that there's no tampering or whatever. How do you fuck up the one, your main job for that evening? Touch? I mean, damn. <laughs> That's all I can say. Touch? Yes, I was. Also, boycotting the, uh, I mean, I'm done with the Oscars, basically. So, I was, uh, playing a game, and I was going to look for the numbers, and at the time, um, yeah, and, and I, and I was looking, I did look at the, the list, and I was like, La La Land won, Suicide Squad won something? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, that, that's shocking, too. They actually won an Oscar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, so I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Then I saw the little boy that said, okay, La La Land won for Best Picture. I'm like, eh. Yeah. Then I just turned to me as I saw that. Right. Then, I, then I, I got to work, I think, and that's when someone told me that Moonlight won. Mm-hmm. And the, the way that they did it, I mean, it was it was really horrible because yeah. they allowed the La La Land to come on stage and basically start saying their, you know, uh, acceptance awards and so forth. And they was two minutes that, in. They was two, two minutes, minutes in that they speak. And you have all these people on stage, and then they find out that they didn't really win. And, and one of the guys came up and said, well, we didn't really win. It was Moonlight. And then I was like, what the? So and the one who's from La La Land snatched the card out of the floor, made his hand. He was like, Moonlight, yeah. come up here and get your award. So now <laughs> yeah. you got two groups of people on stage wandering around like, what the fuck? And then you yeah. got all these stars in the front, a couple rows looking like, what the fuck? So, yeah, that was just a ginormous commotion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and and <laughs> and to make the the black movie have to come up after that, and because now nobody's gonna remember that Moonlight well, you know one is gonna rem- they will remember it more so because of that, and that's just that very well might be the case because mm-hmm. I know I will probably remember it more so because of that. Well, they made their event a, a must-watch event now to make sure you yeah. know you gave you gave what whoever's hosting it next year a whole year's worth of material already to be making fun of it. Um, but I just 
it just seems like kind of like you know, and, and the aftermath of it too, because the dude that was from Moonlight to snap that from La La Land to snatch the envelope out of Warren Beatty's hand or whatever, you know, they're giving this dude props for like being like, oh, he was so gracious or whatever. I was like, you he being gracious great. for something? You. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, too, like, you know, you ain't being gracious when you actually didn't win. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, that's not being gracious. You didn't win, you know? So, uh, it's, I, it's... I heard the man say, La La Land won. I, I'm taking that shit, and I'm running with it. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, not to mention, they all had, already had the Oscars in their hands. Yeah, they had it in their hands, too. too. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, that was just... And, yeah, and then, you know, and it was Warren Beatty that stayed down away during the presentation. Yeah. And you could tell Warren Beatty knew something wasn't right. Um, now, I don't know, what what would have been the best way to handle that? Should he have just said, you know, maybe you guys made a mistake on the card, or I don't <laughs> think this card is correct. Right. And, and it, it, he kind of looked, and, and he, you know, you could tell he knew it wasn't right. And then he, he threw Faye down away under the bus. He threw her under the bus. Under the bus. Yeah, she was. She ran it off, and, and then you saw she got the hell over too. They couldn't find her after that. She was like, honestly, I did my part. I'm done. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's awful, and I, that too. Uh, and I had Warren Beatty getting an STFU for that because he threw her under the bus because he knew it was wrong. But instead of being a man about it, he was like, you know, here, bitch. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, as far as the movie for Moonlight, for some reason, what I mean, I think we're just the city of Miami, a drug dealer that we can trust away from being, uh, 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 doing Moonlight dating, sir. Possibly, possibly, but. I mean, I, I mean, and I saw the movie. I saw it before it got all the hype. Um, I mean, it's you know, I mean, it's an Oscar bait movie for sure. The only difference is that it's a bunch of black people in it. You know, if they had made this movie with a bunch of white people, it would have won like seventeen Oscars. But it's just black people in it, and that's okay. I mean, it, it, you know, I mean, I only saw a couple of the Best Picture nominees anyway. Pretty much all the ones with black folks in. I saw Hidden Figures. I saw a lot. Of, I, Oh, brief. I got a review from La La Land from somebody else, and she she liked it. I, I but... did see La La Land. I, okay, I how was that? that? Um, it it. I mean, it's it's cool for you know musical. Um, does it rank in my book as one of the top musicals that I've seen? No, it's not. Right. No. Mm-mm. And now Emma Stone is an Oscar winner, which is bullshit. And. <laughs> You know, and, and, you know, the words they did fine, you know, they did, you know, the, I don't know how in the world, and we can talk about this in STFUs too, you know, Casey Affleck wins over uh, oh, Denzel Washington yeah. and then has the nerve to to, to name check Denzel in his speech. Like, man, he taught me everything about acting. Like, then why the hell are you all stage? So, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, how does this work? <laughs> the student beats the, two, the, the, the master. Um and uh, you know, and uh, Marshall Ali, he wins for that movie. 
Uh, yeah. I, I got into it with somebody on Twitter about it. They was like, oh, he shouldn't have won or whatever. I was like, if your debate is about him winning because he's only in the movie for like seven minutes, I could understand that. But, I mean, it's not but like he, he doesn't. He really is not in the movie for very long. As a matter of yeah. fact, when I saw it, I was like, is he going to show up somewhere later in the movie? Because right. I thought his role was much bigger. And it really yeah. isn't that big. But, I mean, it's significant. But it's yeah, significant. He, he doesn't have a whole lot of screen time. Yeah, he chews up every scene that he's in, but he's only yeah, in mean, it for a couple of minutes. He has a significant role in the story, but as far as his actual screen time, I mean, he's not in the movie the whole lot. Right. Now, Big Girl could be misleading, but, yeah. Well, Bayless won for Fences, right? Yeah. For Fences, yes. Best Supporting Actress. Why would she have for Best Actress? No, it was Best Supporting Actress, which is crap, too. That's a good question. That's a good question, because actually, she should have been for Best Actress. She should have been for Best... Right. Why was she in the Supporting Actress role? That's interesting, because she was in the whole movie. Right, that's suspect. The whole movie. Yep. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> right. I have, but yeah, when you put me on blast like that, I'm I'm going to Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I think, and I I tweeted or I text female perspective too that Viola Davis is a Grammy away from being an EGOT at this point. Right. Um, so I mean, she's. I mean, everybody knows that she's one of the best actors of a generation here. You know, I mean, I don't. This is not a surprise to anybody that she's gotten that far. You know, so she need to put out a jazz album or something and get that Grammy <laughs> <Yeah>. real quick. <laughs> you know, get that Grammy real quick and be done with it. And, um, or you she know, can do a spoken voice album. That's yeah, something. One. Yeah. And female yeah. perspective also got her, her show, Hamilton Guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. My boy, um, Lynn Manuel uh, Miranda, he was also mm-hmm. nominated. For um, a ri- best original song for from Moana, and okay. he actually is an Oscar winner for being a TV guy, and right. there are only two other winners of that, and that's a Pulitzer, an Emmy, Oscar, Grammy, and Tony. So right. yeah, that's impressive, especially mm-hmm. at his age, because he's only like I think thirty something. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he would be one of the youngest winners of, of that. So yeah, wow. that's very impressive. That is. But he will huh. get it. I mean, I definitely believe he'll get it. Okay, absolutely. All right, so, yeah, so the Oxes, that was a big mess up for Blurred Note 1. We'll go through the other ones here um, as quickly as we can. Blurred Note 2, is, uh, there was an article posted this week. Um, this is everything going on with Logan. They've been trying to get all their X-Men information and news out. Uh, the people at Fox were like, yeah, these next movies that are coming up, these next X-Men movies, they're going to try to move beyond the relationship between Xavier and Magneto to try to tell, you know, other stories that aren't tied to those two. Um, Even though they have two really good actors playing, you know, with McAvoy and Fassbender, they want to kind of go in a different direction. Uh, I think that's kind of a mistake, but uh, that's just me. Only because you have such a great relationship between those two actors and uh, their relationship, their chemistry on on screen or whatever. Hutch, what do you think about moving on from Magneto and Xavier? Um, I'm trying to think of any stories where one or the other is not involved, and I don't give a rat's ass about. Um, I mean, the music massacre. I don't remember them being involved in that. Um, I mean, I think if you hey, try it, let's we'll see what happens. But, right. Yeah, 
right now I can't think of anything where I need to have one in a minute, if not both of them. Well, they they want to relaunch this whole universe with New Mutants, X-Force, Deadpool, Cable, and all these other 90s characters that, quite frankly, in my opinion, suck. No, and, um, yeah, and I think that, they, you know, that's a face crack potential in there because it's a Are bunch of characters. That... Am I watching what? Legion? No, I am not. Um, I, and not for any other reason other than I don't have a DVR and I don't know when it comes on. So, are y'all watching that? I'm watching Legion. Okay, well, you can throw us in a real... Um, I just wanted to make, uh, you know, because I asked the cuts if he watched it, if it would uh, seem of us to, um, what's that other um, Marvel TV show? Um, Agent of Shield. Shield, because that, that show is horrible. But um, <laughs> he assured me that it was not that bad, okay. so I, I will probably check it out. You got a two-minute review, Hush? Yeah, I got a two-minute. Legion is, I mean, he's why he's the, I don't want to say call him the bastard son of Xavier and some other chick that I really don't know. But anyway. I ain't going to be too many more bastards. I ain't told you that. <laughs> but anyway, he's, his his brain, because he has the same power as Professor X, and he, he can't control it because he's so young or whatever. So there there's these people trying to help him, guide him, and try to control his powers, and it's kind of like it's that Mr. Robot show kind of where it's mm-hmm. kind of things are all going off around crazy, and I also kind of I want to throw in Inception kind of because they're doing mm-hmm. like dreams yes. inside of dream type of stuff, and you know, if he it going through his memories and why he's the way he is, and like I said, he can't control it, and he and he's just making all kind of crazy things happen. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's okay, not, you know, must-see TV. I'm watching it on my, I put it on my DVR to kind of go back and look at it from scene to scene. Mm-hmm. That's what you mean. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, it is what it is. I don't really, you know, I, if it was on and I knew exactly where it was and I had the time, I would do that, but I, I can't really see me jumping in too much in the Legion. Uh, and I don't think I care enough about it to figure that part out. Um, let's see. All right. So that's, yeah, so Magneto and Xavier, we'll see what happens. Uh, I would prefer that they stayed somewhere in the X universe and not deal with all those 90 characters. Uh, blurred note number three, Vincent D'Onofrio, who played Kingpin in the Daredevil Netflix series, has made it very well known that he would like to play a villain in the Spider-Man movies, uh, the new movies that are out with, uh, I keep wanting to say Tobey Maguire, but whatever that young kid's name is, um, and he would like to, you know, play a villain in those movies. Uh, so, female perspective, you watch Daredevil, and you are a huge D'Onofrio fan, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I would never, you like oh, to... I never said I was a huge D'Onofrio fan. You're a I fan. Or Daredevil, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but would you rather see something more of a kind of a street-level villain as opposed to these super-powered, funny suit-wearing people that usually wind up in Spider-Man movies? Um, I don't know. It, it would really depend on how it's presented. Um, if it's done in the right way, it, it could be cool. And, I mean, although sometimes D'Onofrio can be over-the-top and scenery-chewing. Um, like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it depends on, you know, the, the type of character he will be playing and so forth. I mean, 
would work. I'd have, I'd have to see what what they're what they were going to do and which character it was and so forth. Seems like Spider Man oh, is. Go ahead. Oh no, I, I was going to say it, it would really depend on you know the script and so forth. So yeah. Okay. Hutch, it seems like the Spider Man movies. Because they want to be big and bright and sell toys, they only want to go with, you know, people in funny suits. Would a street-level villain in a big white suit walking around town, especially the one that they introduced in Daredevil, who's, you know, got some emotional issues, <laughs> uh, would that work <laughs> on the big screen for 90 minutes, Hutch? I think, I mean, yeah, I think Kingpin is a great villain for Spider-Man. I mean, he's, a, he's an ultimate comic book villain. I mean... As far as the street level guys go, I mean, he has henchmen all over the place and powder, and he can mess with them politically. He can mess with them in the, you know, socially. I mean, he can do all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I like he's a great anti hero for Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, like I said, I guess it, it, if it's presented the same way it is in the Netflix series, then I guess I could see that, you know, that being a good transition. And I think that's part of it, too, is that everybody's wanting to know, you know, when and if they're ever going to blend the Netflix world with the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that, you know, are we ever going to see these people pop up in a Marvel movie? I, I can't imagine that they would miss the opportunity to do it eventually. But, I mean, uh, I, I think if there's a villain that could cross over, it would be Kingpin. Like, it just makes sense the way it's set up. And I think if there's a hero that would probably cross over, you know, it would probably have to be either Luke Cage and or Daredevil. Like, I don't, so I don't think it. Yeah, I guess he could. But he's so violent, though, Hutch. I, like, I don't think, you know, in a PG movie for Spider-Man, because we're not going to make it R, like, I don't think he'd fit totally in it. Um it's I just, just probably a little bit too much. But I think those other ones, they could probably show up in those movies. It's really going to be on this, the Infinity thing. Like, I mean, because I think that after that happens, I think Marvel does a hard reset. And, you know, everything's going to start over, new actors or ever because everybody's also going to be kind of old at that point. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah. I, so, I, I, after, I, but, so after Infinity Wars, they're going to wipe the slate clean and recast all of the characters? I would think so. It's, it should be a hard reset at that point because we're going to be talking to, I mean, we get one next, I guess, is it this year or next year? Next year. And, um, you know, you'll get Black Panther at that point as well next year. So you're talking 2018 and then another movie, what, two or three years after that? You're talking 2020. I mean, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be 60 years old almost. You know, I mean, he can't, I mean, he'll still cash some checks. But, like, I think they'll probably do something. I mean, I don't know. I was just speculating. But it just seems like a perfect time to like, kind of restart or do over. And who knows where we'll be with comic book movies in 2020. So could all be off the wayside at that point. At least, you know, not making the money that they used to. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm already starting to experience yeah. with, with that take somebody pointed out with franchise fatigue. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I understand. All right, uh, Hodge, this one is for you. I know you didn't see it, as, as Seth, you probably saw it on the notes. Blurred note number four is that DC and Looney Tunes announced their uh, crossover comic book story that they're going to have coming up in this summer where DC characters are going to cross over and have stories with um, Looney Tunes characters. 
and this is not an article from The Onion. Uh, there's going to be <laughs> there, Hush. There's going to be a story with um, Elmer Fudd hunting Batman. Oh and wow! Wonder Woman is going to be fighting the Tasmanian Devil, and uh, oh, wow. Yosemite Sam is going to be doing something with Jonah Hex. Uh, like this is a legit Lobo is doing something with Daffy Duck. Um, this is a I legit know, thing. No, oh, it doesn't. This sounds <laughs> 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 awful. I was walking through our local grocery store, and I was walking through the cereal aisle, and I was looking at many. I was a Lucky Charm, and I saw Lucky Charm. He was dressed up like Green Lantern. Yeah, this is something. Yeah, and I saw, I saw Cocoa Puffs dressed up like Flash. And I'm like, really? This? This? So, yeah. and there's comic books now. They're inside the inside the uh, cereal box. In the cereal, yeah, that's the toy. I did not hear this news about Warner Brothers. Uh, the word, not merging. Uh, crossover. It's a crossover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mashing up. I think it's mashup. But whatever. They're they're cartoon with their superheroes. Um, where are they going to show this stuff? Is it comic book or is it going to be a cartoon? No, it's a comic book. Oh, well, they won't get my money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 when I posted it, people was like, is that a joke? And I was like, I had to read the article myself to make sure it wasn't from the Onion, too. And it wasn't. Like, they were literally doing this. But it makes, it kind of makes, it doesn't make any sense in the practical sense. But in the synergistic world of whatever, Looney Tunes owned by Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers hoarding over DC properties uh, with the movies and whatnot. So in that sense, it does make sense. Um, but you not touching any of my ends on that. That is the dumbest. I'm, Elmer Fudd? You going to try to make Elmer Fudd into a credible villain that's hunting down Batman? Really? How many pages are you going to have to waste to set that up? Um, so, yeah, it's, it's bad. So, um, yeah, I, th- I thought it was ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, I'm be defriending people at anybody. It's like, man, I bought it. It was I. What? Nope. <laughs> so, that'll be the end of that relationship. Uh, blurred note number five. It was put out now there because Fox is talking about all their stuff because Logan is out. Fox has put out that they, they still have a couple of great Fantastic Four stories to tell. Movies. Uh, so, Another Fantastic Four movie, Female Perspective, by Fox. Uh, yeah, the Fantastic <laughs> Four. I, I don't know what they need to do with that property um, because they haven't done a good job as far as doing a live-action version of it. So, yeah, I'm just... Even the cartoon stuff, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah... That's a conundrum. Um, I have no idea what they need to do with that property at this point. Um, and, and like you pointed out, maybe they need to strike a deal with Marvel and, you know, come to some sort of compromise and maybe have them cross over into one of, one of Marvel's movies, and that might be a good way to reintroduce, you know, the the series. Um, other than that, yeah, that's, it's going to be a struggle. 
Right. Hutch, and we just didn't give it back to Marvel move. Nah, you, I, you know I hate the mouse. Mm. Um, there are some there are some really good Fantastic Four stories that have not told. I think that she did space personally. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's my. I think that would be a good story they could do. Uh, it's, it's, it's all going to go. It's all based on how they're going to portray the thing and Mister Fantastic. Because the thing can't look like, I mean, they got to do something good with him. Otherwise, right. that, what they did no boy in the first series, of that, they, made, they made a great actor look like a, a something, a fool. Mm. Like, a fool. And, yeah, and I, I don't. Yeah, they need to do something about the thing, Mr. Fantastic. And yeah, they pull the two off, then it should be all right. The other two, uh, Susan Storm. And Johnny Storm is some human torch. It got them pretty much down visually. It would make sense for for all of them to show up, but it would make sense if Mr. Fantastic showed up in Black Panther next year. It would make sense um, because of the kind of shared history continuity that the Fantastic Four and Black Panther share together. It would just make sense. Um, man, maybe they could keep it under lock and key for that long. I don't know if they could, but um, it would make sense if they wound up there. I, I don't know if Fox can make a credible Fantastic Four movie at this point. It really might need to be like Sony sharing Spider-Man with them because they might need the help. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I'm good. Like if they tell me like, hey, the same cast is coming back for Fantastic Four too, um, I'm passing hard pass. <laughs> like, couldn't pass it any part. I mean, we screened it internationally, you know, it became one of our most popular podcasts for some reason, and um, it's not a good movie. I have no idea why and people wanted to listen to us talk about that terrible movie, because it's awful. Um, mm, mm, it's so bad. <laughs> um, the last blurred note is on the Inhumans TV show that's going to come out in the fall on ABC. Uh, the Inhumans actually was presented by Marvel. At first, it was going to be a big screen movie, and then I think whoever was doing all that cocaine and, and whiskey was like, <laughs> hey, we can't risk all that money on that. Let's make it a TV show. And um, they so they knocked it down to a TV show, so they've cast all the royal family, Hodge. Um Black Bolt is some guy from Game of Thrones. Uh, people, uh, Sandman told me that. I don't know who it is. Uh, somebody I haven't seen on there yet. Um, uh, Medusa is some white chick. And then they left the, the Negro roles to Karnak and uh, Gorgon and um, somebody, and somebody else. And I was like, I, they'll probably make the voice of the dog a black dude or something. And, like, that was about it. So, is there any way, Hotshix, you could be excited about an Inhumans TV show? And in, in, anything Inhumans at all, really, but a TV show on ABC? I kind of, I like the Inhumans in small doses. Mm. Um, I'm trying to watch the, the Inhumans on the Avengers, Earth Mightiest Heroes. Ugh, that's a struggle. Yeah. Oh, they're on the Disney one now? Because I haven't been watching that. They're on the Disney show. There was a Disney one when I was watching them. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, no, I, he's right. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. hard to watch that show sometimes. Right. Ugh. But, okay. But I, I like, I like, like, the character. I mean, but yeah, in small do
that. I mean, mm-hmm. when he does talk, shit breaks and gets destroyed. How you going right. to pull that shit out for a whole 90 minutes? Yeah, over 12, 13, 15 episodes as well. Like, it just doesn't, I, I don't know. I don't like the Inhumans at all. They talk about small doses is still not enough. And then Marvel has made this commitment to try to have them replace, essentially, the mutants and make them mutants because they don't have the you know, character rights to the mutants right. for the movies. So they've been trying to replace them with these Inhumans. And I don't think anybody cares about no damn Inhumans. Like, enough to put down, like, $12 on a matinee for them. So, I mean, what do you think, female sex? You don't know that much about the uh, news, but. It screams of, you know, of Marvel's desperation because they don't have the X-Men property. So, mm-hmm. because they don't have access to the X-Men property, which they want really bad, um, mm-hmm. this is their version or them trying to get their version of something close to the X-Men. And it's going to be, you know, a low-rent version. Um, a bastard. Who wants to see a low rent version of X Men? Right. Not me. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> so that blurred notes. Uh, to start a little six pack of things over the course of the week. Um, it's gonna lead straight into the STFUs. Hold on. Let me hit my sounder. All right, so <laughs> as we tell people to STFU off this week, uh, I have a list. Again, female perspective, we always let you go first. You say, I don't have anybody, but then when we come back around to you, it's always, and another motherfucker. So uh, <laughs> you got anybody off the top of your I, list? And I yes, I have, it. This isn't necessarily an STFU, but I just wanted to bring this to people's attention. I don't know how often you use IMDb. I use it on occasion just to you know, look up stuff and so forth. But um, I used to like the comments section because half the time the comments section was some of the funniest stuff. But they have dis- disabled the comments section, so you can no longer leave comments on any of the movies or any of the actors or anything because basically they said they were trying to promote a more positive, you know, environment because a lot of people do troll on IMDb. Mm. But yeah, so they have disabled all of the comments section on IMDb. So I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that's an SDFU, but I will miss that section because I utilized it on occasion myself. So yeah, that kind of hurts. <laughs> yeah, um, and I understand. I mean, and I don't understand, but I understand because whenever there's an article that I want to read or I read. And anything has to do with race. I mean, scrolling into the comment section is like a stroll through the oh, racists of landmines of all time. And, and then you wind up reading the comment section and you'd be more mad about than whatever the article was. And I'm just like, you know <laughs> yeah, what? Y'all probably should have just cut the comments off for that whole, whatever that was, you should have <laughs> just left the comments off because people is assholes, especially mm-hmm. white people. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I mean, this is just really too frustrating for that. So I'm sure a lot of it had to do with that. Um, yeah, but. I'm sure it did. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that had a lot to do with it. Like I said, a lot of people, they have a lot of trolls on IMDb, and they would mm-hmm. go on there and say racist, you know, uh, mm-hmm. things just to try to start something. So, right. yeah, 
mean, I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. But still, I, I like the idea of being able to, you know, I don't know, you know, comment on something or whatever. Yeah. And, and now that has been taken away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So IMDB disabling comments. That's worse than FCFU. I, I understand. Hot, you got anything or anybody? Yes, I got somebody. Um, my uh, FCFU goes out to uh, Joe Mixon and the supporters of Joe Mixon. Mm. Joe Mixon is an Oklahoma football player who has a video of him punching a woman in the face and breaking some of the bones in the face. What? Square, square, square. in the face. Oh, you have seen, have you seen this video? Oh, wow. It's a video of FCFU. And it, and it, right, so yeah. I mean, but yes, a lot of people, I mean, the Detroit Lions uh, talent scout, the combine is going on. He was like, why didn't we invite Joe Mixon to the uh, combine? Well, probably because of that video and that, yes, the skill does not need any additional. I mean, this one, I mean, the, the Ray Rice one is awful. This one is this one, I think, is worse. So this is worse than where? Well, yeah. I, I, it's bad. It's yeah, bad. it's bad. And, right. you know, and he he didn't get invited to the combine, and rightfully so. But yeah. the, hypocr- the hypocrisy of the league is that somebody's going to sign this kid because he's extremely talented. And Fuck it. Th- yeah, 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 I agree. I but how talented he is. I agree. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that got me riled up. Agreed. And he's gonna get signed by somebody and then the league's gonna suspend him again, even though he wasn't even in the league when the shit happened. And, you know, but that and that'll be their way to say that we're tough on it. But the league is full they're all hypocrites, you know. I mean he shouldn't I mean look, I don't wanna call it a youthful indiscretion. But a 20-year-old, I don't even think he was 20 at the time, an 18- or 19-year-old does something completely stupid. He got suspended by Oklahoma for the year for it. But then he hasn't exactly kept his nose clean since it happened either. So, I mean, he's not somebody that probably needs to have a bunch of money and free time on his hands to think that that's going to work out. But if it was you or me on video, where would we be still? Oh, under the jail, especially punching a white girl. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, you know, but yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, Joe Mixon shouldn't anywhere near be in the league, but I, I know how the, hypocr- the hypocrites work in that place. number eight, uh, Strike. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> At number nine. Number nine, but yeah, hey, I understand. Is that the IMO? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might do something that stupid. Uh, all right. Um, I had a, do you have any other ones, Hutch? You usually have something about your neighbors or whatever. No, they've been um, quiet. The weed yeah, smokers. They, they almost been too quiet. I almost, I almost, I haven't seen them in a while. But I haven't smelled them in a while either. Yeah, because they high. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh, I had a couple. Uh, we'll get to Dolt Forty Five here in a minute. Um. Uh, Rachel Dolezal, that Dolezal or whatever, the lady that was pretending Dolezal. to be black. Yeah, she identifies as black. Uh, the first, she had a couple things in the same week. One, it came out that she was broke ass, that, you know, uh, she was living on food stamps and this, that, and the other because, I don't know, whatever job she had, she lost, and I guess her book ain't ready to come out or whatever the hell she's talking about. But then secondly, like, she changed her name to some Nigerian 
uh, name, just African name or whatever. So now she's going by, I don't know, man, freaking Quasi and Fume. I don't really know. But <laughs> I'm like, you know what, lady, just give it up. Just be white. It's cool, man. White people will take you back into their tribe very, very easily. You know, and you don't have to do all this. You, I mean, who, who, who is your main audience? Like, for real. Like, who is, like, your people, who's reading your book? Is there a bunch of white people out there that identify as black, so they're going to go and read 300 pages by you? I mean, come on, man. Shut the fuck up. Just, you got caught. You white. Take the kink out your hair. Stop kinking <laughs> it up. Stop doing all these things that you're having to do. Stop the self-tanner and all that, and just be white. It's cool. You know, there's some certain advantages to being white. Enjoy them. Um, so, yeah, she gets one. And then, husband, I'm going to lob this one to your timeline. I, I want to be able to get the quote exact. Uh, Jason Whitlock? Um, yeah. He tweeted out some bullshit um, that basically said that um, he said that <laughs> he said that Trump is the John F. Kennedy of this generation. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Silence. Uh, <laughs> Jason Whitlock, a sports oh. columnist. Jason Whitlock said that he was John F. Kennedy. Of this of, for presidents of this generation, Hutch. Go, go ahead, me. <sighs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Hold, I, I want to be able to get it exactly. Hold on, Jason Whitlock and JFK. That should do it. I mean, I don't. I wasn't around with the the Candy administration. The history is so obvious. Uh, I gave him a, a on Twitter. We give out a hashtag this nigga award. Um, he got one because I'm like this nigga is tripping. Like he's just, I mean, he's just trolling for clicks, really. Because yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's that, that's fake click news, man. That's mm-hmm. fake. Cause that don't, yep. don't make no sense. No sense. If he's trending toward anything, he's trending toward. Man, this is the place for. I'm not gonna put this out there. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then we got it. I mean, and there's that. I, I had uh, SDFU for Warren Beatty. We were kind of already gave him off being a bitch. Um, and putting Faye down the way under the bus. Um, the other one I had was for Dolt 45. And that today where he went on a Twitter rampage this morning accusing Obama of uh, tapping, wiretapping the, the Trump Tower. Uh, <laughs> he wiretapped the Trump he Tower. Obama of damn near everything. Right. He yeah. has accused Obama of absolutely everything. Yeah. So yeah. why is this any different? Yeah, he's. I think he said that all the Obama people are behind all the uh, the angry town halls and right. um, yeah. uh, and the protesters in the streets. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's a lot of angry white people in them town halls. I'm pretty sure most of them didn't vote for him. Probably most of them didn't vote for Obama. I mean, they probably <laughs> voted for you. So I don't think they getting. And and that was the other thing too. Like people, this fake news shit. It's like, yeah, you know, these people, they get into these protests. They're getting paid by Soros. You know, they're paid protesters. I'm like, nigga, I need an application. I will protest <laughs> shit if you give me some money. <laughs> I will be out in them streets. I mean, where do you guys do? Do you need some references? Because um, if you paying protesters, I will be out there in them streets for sure if you paying. But, yeah, it, it's, he he's a joke. And everything is surrounding him, or it's closing in. The walls are closing in. That's what those yeah, things and, like and to me. Yeah, and that's another thing. I noticed how he likes to deflect. When they started talking about that Russian investigation again, he likes to deflect and throw some crazy comment out there to try to yeah. deflect that. Yeah. Um, and we all know what really went down. And yeah. he's trying to avoid people finding that out. And he's here in yeah. Florida again. His again. Is exactly that. Yeah, and he's in Florida again. He's been uh, here probably three out of the last four weeks on the weekends. Like he's uh, staying in the White House, he's coming down here and conducting all his business in unsecured locations. This is not. Right. This is not. You know, and Mike Pence need to get one too. As much as they right. made out about he's Hillary's email, unsecured, or he's using his own email and got mm-hmm. hacked. Yep. And he was using AOL. <laughs> Which is the funniest shit of all time. He was using AOL stuff. That's the funniest part. Oh my goodness. It's he had an AOL account. I mean, come on, man. It, it's just. It, look. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, 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 would, it would almost be comical if it weren't actually real. Exactly. Yeah. It would be comical. Yeah, it, it would be if it wasn't real. I mean, in Hutch, how many how many times has freaking Pence done met with all these other people? Like, look, when he's gone, we're gonna do this, this, and this. How many of them meetings have happened? Because you know Pence is gonna be the one that to Brutus him and stick him in the back. He's gonna be the one to put him out. Yeah, yeah. you're right. The Republican Party is gonna be the Republican Party. So yeah, the establishment, the establishment is the House Speaker Ryan. He, he is he is planning for Trump to not be here for the full term. Full term. I I said before I didn't think he'd make the midterms, and I I, I feel fairly confident in that he won't make the midterms. The job is too much work, and he don't want to work. The funny thing is, is what he don't really understand is that once he's out, ain't nobody gonna give a damn about you no more either. Like, hey, I'm gonna put the Apprentice. Nope. 
And then we're going to sell these? Nope. And then, nope, 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 nope. Your name and your brand is going to be yeah, tarnished so bad. Yeah, already tainted, so um, if he's thinking he can fall back on that, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be for a rude awakening. Right. Didn't one of his people say something about while doing a speech in a, in a government capacity, say, tell people to buy your stuff? Yeah, yeah. Kelly yeah, and Kyle Ivanka stuff. Or, yeah. yeah. And not to mention, you saw how her, how she was flopped on the couch with, you know, they, with that picture that he took with, uh, you know, the president from the HBCUs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And did you see the? Flopped. I'm sorry. Go did ahead. You, did you see the meme that I posted from that? Yeah, I did see that. that yeah, with the with the Dave Chappelle, uh, mm-hmm. the fuck your couch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, and the memes have been uh, just great for Trump, and they were great after the Oscars too. So yeah, but yes, so he can get one. All everything associated with forty five can just go, uh, and then all the other people, Rachel Dozier, uh, uh who did you have? Um, uh, I IMDb the comment section going yeah, away. Well, I don't want to say that that's an STFU. I'm just going to say I'm going to miss the comment section. Um, that is yeah. an STFU. <laughs> that is an STFU. That's whack. Yeah, that's right. I mean, what happened to the, the First Amendment, man? <laughs> and also, too, they, they got paid off by Disney or one of them corporations to, you know, quit uh, bad-mouthing our movies before people go see them. But there's that, too. But also, if there's a bunch of racist stuff on there, just just block those. Have somebody monitor that and block it. Like you know, I mean, there's need to be a moderator in the comment section so they can block it. You know, I mean, I don't know. So yeah, but yeah, and to Jason Whitlock, they can all shut the fuck up. Okay. Whew. All right. So we went a little longer today, but it's a standard because we um, we hadn't done this in a month or so. Um, hey, 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 before we before we break off. I was sure. in uh, the store, please. I was, I was me and uh, the female perspective. I'm going to go see the movie tonight. I'm going to give her a ticket right now. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> what are we playing live? <laughs> Shall I read what this ticket is to? <laughs> Absolutely. We can't see it. It's radio. <laughs> The story of the book of one dianetics. <laughs> <laughs> where is yes, where, we what are theater? definitely going to see that? What Not theater is that yet. playing in? Huh? What theater would that be playing in? You know what? I forgot exactly. that. Well, since you already threw her one that was a curveball, too, I'm going to throw you this last curveball, female sex. I meant to put it in blurred notes. Um, they, they're getting the finalist list down for um, uh, the new Bond, and Ryan Gosling is actually one of the finalists. Uh, that won't happen. <laughs> I, I, don't, I do not see Ryan Gosling. <laughs> so I'm yeah. not hard-pressed about that one. Well, he's a yeah, finalist. That's not going to happen. 
Yeah, and it's so funny. It's like, well, y'all don't want it, you know. It's just, Idris Elba should be the new Bond. I mean, he's British and right. he's black. It just and, makes you know, sense. They're they're gonna be hard pressed to give it to a black actor. But yeah, I know. I but I'm just them making it, you know, an American actor either. So it's definitely not Ryan Gosling. So yeah. Yeah, that was funny. All right. So yeah, there's that. All right. Okay, so we'll wrap up podcast fifty six. Good to finally talk to y'all again. Uh, Brothers Comics Business. Oh, uh, we got South Carolina Comic Con here coming up in about three weeks. Um, We're all set for that, press and all that. Hopefully we can scoop y'all up and head over that way. I'll be in town. Um, Actually, I'll be in the ATL, actually, not this week, but the following week anyway. So we'll definitely get together and do a live podcast. Um, Let's see. Uh, I have, uh, what is it? South Florida Metro, uh, not Metro, uh, RetroCon. I'm doing a panel there, and I can't remember which panel it is. I don't know if it's I'm doing it on Black Heroes Matter or Archie or both. I don't even remember, uh, but I'll have that one in Miami. Are you doing the panel by yourself, or are you going to be with some other people? No, I, I usually I do it by myself. Um, oh, so, okay. Yeah, so I, the last one I did on was, was Black Heroes Matter, but I think this one actually might be on Archie, but I, don't, I have to go back and look at the application. They got approved, so I, just, I don't know, oh, but cool. it's in Miami. At the airport, uh, so that's April, maybe 10th, 9th, 10th, and 11th, something along those lines. Let me check. Uh, yeah, like 8th, 9th, and 10th. And then we have Star Wars Celebration coming up in the end of April as well. Um, so we'll have to check that out. We'll be there covering that at a press event for Brothers Comics. And um, Hutch, at uh, this retro time, and Booker T is going to be there. What's the line and the price going to look like for Booker T? Uh, 25 bucks and some 10-piece chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of, I was, I wasn't sure, man. I, when we, when, uh, now it was me and, uh, and, and uh, Brother Franklin, when we were at Paradise City Comic Con, Rikishi was there. And he, Rikishi was taking Polaroids for like ten dollars, man. I was like, "Yeah, it's Rikishi." So, uh, hey, who's like trying to see pictures with Rikishi? I was like, "But Booker T, a five-time world champion, man. Uh, it's gonna be rough. I, I don't know what the price is. Uh, the big one that's at the end of July, though, is uh, whatever con it's in Fort Lauderdale. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, Flair is gonna be there, Hutch. That it's a once in a lifetime, right? You gotta pay whatever price." Uh, Flair will always be there. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably gonna be a fifty or sixty spot for Flair, and Sting is gonna be there too. So I was like, ah, oh, that's gonna be a double. Got to take a picture with Sting. So, um, and then there's uh, and then the big big one in the Orlando area, which is one that I emailed y'all about, is uh, MegaCon, which is the weekend of Memorial Day. Is that right? Memorial Day the end of May. It's the same weekend as uh. uh Whatever one that's in in the May in Atlanta, uh, what's that? The anime one. What's that one called, Hus? In here in Georgia. Yeah, in Atlanta, the anime con at the at that Memorial Day weekend. Um, what? God, what's that called? Hey, um, I went. I went to it last year. I can't remember the name right. of it. Anyway. Um, yeah, that one. 
Yeah, that one. Anyway, so, but yeah, so that's the big one in Orlando is Stan Lee's final con. Uh, Stan Lee is going to be there. Um, it's just a big, they're having a big, re- female perspective, they're having a big, uh, they're having t- uh, Tim Robbins? No. Who's the dude that played the lady in uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show? The star. That's not Tim Robbins. That's uh, Tim, um, I don't know what that dude's name uh, well, the perspective took a, a powder. Oh, okay. Well, they're having a whole bunch of the people from uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show there, and I know I think y'all enjoy that. So they're having all those people there. Uh, it's a, it's a huge event. Uh, still haven't sent, submitted the press application because I'm scared. So I need to submit that, and then we also need to submit that one for the one con that we you and I talked about the other day. Got to get that in and set up. Uh, I'll get it in, and then we'll worry about what happens after that. Uh, so, yeah, so that's a lot of events coming up here for Brothers Comics. Uh, definitely looking forward to all those to meet, uh, you know, listeners and whatnot. Um, we need exit music. Todd? I say go with uh, Weird Science. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one? Okay, in honor of Bill Paxton. Okay, uh-huh. I can deal with that. Okay, I can oh, deal with whoa. it. Al Jarreau. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go with Al Jarreau. Al Jarreau. What Al Jarreau sign? The freaking theme from Moonlight? Moonlight? SoundCloud and Stitcher. Uh, you can listen to our other podcast. Um, we have the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat with uh, Brother Beavis and Sandman. We have that. Uh, we're going to try to get a Who Day Over 40 in at some point in time here. Be like that. And then I also do the uh, Pretty Little Riverdale podcast. Um, and I'll be recording that tomorrow for with, um, I guess, at C. Talene and at Cicely. Uh, they work with us on the Pretty Little Riverdale podcast. Y'all aren't watching Riverdale at all? No. Uh, okay. No, I am not watching
Sucked into a cult while you're over there. Cause... Yeah, we'll try real hard now. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, uh, Big Hotch, go ahead and sign off, my friend. Peace and melodies. All right. And female perspectives, go ahead and sign off. Adios from the female perspective. All right. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. And we'll, uh, we'll see you all on the other side. Peace. Peace.